Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Do you ever get stuck when someone asks you what you do? If that is the case, today's episode is just for you. We are talking all about the elevator pitch, what it is, why you need one, and by the end of this episode, you will have four easy steps to crafting one that will move people to action. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Well, hello, friend. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of the podcast. I am excited about today's topic, like I'm normally excited about the topics because y'all, I'm a nerd and I could talk about sales and sales strategy and business strategy like forever and ever, amen, and I don't know that I would ever, ever get bored with it. Today's topic is elevator pitches and why we need them. This is something that can keep you invisible or it can win the help of influential people in your area and in your profession or local market. But before we dive into elevator pitches, I want to read another review. Just so you know, these reviews absolutely keep me going and coming back with more information for you in bite-sized chunks that are digestible. So thank you so much for the reviews in advance. And if you haven't left one already, I would really, really appreciate it. It tells Apple Podcasts and all of the listening platforms like Spotify to push my content to more people. So if you really love this podcast, I'd really, really appreciate if you take 30 seconds and leave me a review. Okay, this is from C. Erickson 22. I really identify with Lindsay's sales personality. I'm happiest when really helping someone, and I appreciate how she explains the sales process in a way that's in line with my values. I'm so inspired. That is the nicest thing, and that is the whole point of this podcast, is I really, truly want to inspire you to take action in your business that's actually going to make a difference. And I think there's so much fluff out there in the business education, coaching, training world that I really wanted to create something that was action item driven and something that you could apply immediately. So thank you so much for your review. Just so you know, I read every single one of them that comes through and it just, it means the absolute world to me. Oh, and one other announcement that I wanted to tell you all about. I have created a Facebook community for the listeners of this podcast, and if you are a small business owner, woman, lady friend, I would love for you to join us. It is a safe space where you can ask questions. There is a group of women already in there that are ready and willing to help you. We want to see you succeed. And I'll be giving some additional content and ideas of things that you can implement in your business 
inside that Facebook community. So I will link it in the show notes. But if you will search small business sales and strategy business community, it should pop up. It will be the same picture that you see on my podcast cover on the cover art. And I would love, love, love if you would join us in there, introduce yourself, say hello, and yeah, just join us. I would love to have you in there. Okay. Today's episode is all about the elevator pitch. We're going to talk about what it is, why you need one, and then how to craft one that is going to move people to action. So a misconception on elevator pitches is that people think it's just a spew information in a short, concise little paragraph at someone and then walk away. And that's actually not true. You're wasting your breath and time if you are not thinking about how you can engage this person that you're talking to and how you can move them forward in more conversation. So what is an elevator pitch? It's a brief introduction to you and your business. It's called an elevator pitch because it should be about the length of an elevator ride. You get on, you say hello to someone, they ask what you do, or they ask you a question, you give them a very short, brief answer, and then one of you walks off the elevator. It should be about 30 seconds or less, although you're going to want to prepare multiple lengths depending upon who you're talking to and what environment you might be in. But think about it as a way to introduce yourself, your company, your business, and a way to pique interest and curiosity to move them into action. I want you to think about the elevator pitch like the back of a book that you're picking up at Barnes & Noble or your favorite local bookstore, and you're reading the back. That introduction or that elevator pitch, in air quotes, you can't see my hands again, but that elevator pitch on the back of that book is trying to move you to purchasing the book and reading it, right? So that's exactly what an elevator pitch is. It's an introduction to what you do, how you help people, what problems you solve, and then it you want it to drive action and move people forward in the conversation. Now, when I say action, I don't mean closing the sale on the first like sentence that you say out of your mouth. I'm talking actions like them asking you more questions, wanting more information, scheduling a follow-up call or meeting with you. So this isn't, an elevator pitch isn't about closing a sale, it's opening up the door for conversation. So why do we need a great elevator pitch? A great elevator pitch makes a lasting impression. They are clear and concise and have your prospect or the person you're talking to wanting to know more about you and what you have to offer. We need an elevator pitch because the most common question after what's your name or hi, I'm Lindsay, what's your name, is what do you do? And this is one of the most common questions asked in social situations, in small talk, when meeting new people, is what do you do? We need to have a canned response ready to go, especially when we're meeting new people, other business owners, we're in networking situations. A really great elevator pitch can make you memorable in a sea of unmemorable people and pitches. It can earn you the opportunity to pitch your whole entire offer. It can keep you invisible or it can put you in the forefront of people's minds when a certain topic comes up. Elevator pitches 
are meant to pique interest. And I know I keep saying that, but a lot of people get this really wrong when they're crafting an elevator pitch. So when you're crafting your elevator pitch, the first thing I want you to think of is who is the audience you will be talking to? When you are crafting your elevator pitch, you are going to say something different to fellow business owners in your community than you would to someone at a barbecue that you're just meeting in a social situation. You want to make sure that you are tailoring the information you're providing or the way that you're pitching yourself to the people that you're going to be around. Here are the four pieces of crafting an elevator pitch that are important. So if you're listening to me on a walk, you are going to want to come back to this section right here. Number one is who are you? Number two is who do you serve? Number three is how do you serve them or what problem do you solve? And then four is asking them a question. And we're going to craft these together. So number one is who am I or who are you? This is going to depend on who you're talking to. Again, if you're talking to a surgeon versus someone's neighbor that you are just meeting for the first time, those responses are going to be different, right? So in this little piece of your elevator pitch, you may want to include education or certifications to build credibility. It's really going to depend on who the audience is. You may not want to include your passion for baking if it's not relevant to what you're talking about, right? So if I'm a med spa owner, I might say, I'm Lindsay and I'm the owner of Beauty Med Spa. Number two, who do I serve or who do you serve? Be specific and really niched down here. If you are talking to everyone, you could be talking to no one because if they don't identify with what you're talking about right away, it probably doesn't apply to them or they think it doesn't apply to them and they will kind of glaze over and not really listen to what you're saying. So in this example of the med spa, I'm Lindsay and I own Beauty Med Spa. We help women who are struggling with aging and sun damage, for example. Number three, how do you serve them and what problem do you solve? This is where you can include the value of your service or product. So back to the med spa example, I'm Lindsay and I'm the owner of Beauty Med Spa where we help women who are struggling with aging and sun damage by bringing back a natural, more youthful appearance and giving them their confidence back through a variety of treatments. We do things from facials and skincare products all the way to laser therapy. Another way that you could go about this step is asking a question. So I'm Lindsay and I'm the owner of Beauty Med Spa. Have you ever struggled with your skin? Have you ever had acne or sun damage or just feeling like your youthful glow is gone? Well, that's what we do. We focus on building women's confidence back up by bringing back a more natural, youthful appearance through a variety of treatments. We do facials and skincare products all the way to laser therapies. And in this example, I am not a med spa owner, nor do I know all the med spa things, but you get the idea there, right? So that step, you can introduce yourself and what your business is or what you do and ask a question right away. The fourth step is to ask a question or make a statement that is going to move the conversation forward. So ending your elevator pitch with a question is a great way to pique interest and get them engaged. You want to end your elevator pitch with something that you want to happen next. So this might look like asking for permission to follow up with them or connecting with them online, on LinkedIn, or on Facebook. 
It might be asking if they have any experience with similar services or products. Have you ever had a facial? Have you ever had laser therapies done on your skin? Again, the whole point of an elevator pitch is to keep the conversation going. So this is the secret sauce part of the elevator pitch. And again, it's going to depend on who I'm talking to in how I engage them to keep the conversation moving forward. So if I'm a med spa owner and I'm at a networking event with other local business owners, I might ask them to come to an event at my office or if I could have their contact information to send them more information about my business. If I'm at a local community fair, though, where I'm talking with buyers of my products or potential buyers of my products, I might ask if they've ever had a facial before or if I can send them more information. I might ask them what skincare products they use or what skin concerns they have. We aren't closing the sale here, remember. We are just making sure that the conversation is being continued at a later time. Now, when you're crafting your elevator pitch, you are going to want to practice. And I want to give you a pro tip on doing this practicing because lots of us don't like to role play. And that's probably the number one thing you'll hear in the elevator pitch world or any pitching in sales is you should role play with other people. Well, here's a pro tip that you can do all on your own. You don't have to have anybody else listening to you until you've got it really nailed down and solid is to record it on your phone and play it back to yourself and keep recording and re-recording and re-recording until you get it down. You can really effortlessly say your elevator pitch with really no problems, no hiccups. And then once you've got that done, I want you to record a couple of different versions. So one is a social event or a social gathering, maybe a barbecue, for example. And someone asks, what do you do? You have an answer and a way to engage them back about your business. Or the next time you're at a business-to-business event, like a networking event, you'll have your elevator pitch ready to go and a way to engage with the other business owners in the room. Now that you know what an elevator pitch is, why we need one, and I've given you four easy steps to crafting your own, I hope you'll use this information and apply it and really hone in on those elevator pitch skills. I hope this episode was helpful and that it blessed you. And as always, I'm praying for your business. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you some tactical and practical ideas to implement today in your business. I would absolutely love it if you'd share this show with a friend and take 20 seconds to leave me a review. I'd also love to hear from you. So if you have questions or comments on today's episode, they are absolutely welcome. You can email me at strategy at gmail.com. I'm praying for your business. Join me next time.